Welcome to another episode of Tech That Doesn't Bitecast. I am Simon, and joining me, of course, is my good friend, Jeff Worden. Hello! How's it going, buddy? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I am good. I am good. I am clean because I just showered, so I feel so much better about myself now. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> there's a... Well, I mean, let's explain that to our to our listeners and viewers, that there's a heat wave going on here on the West Coast. And there's that, too, yeah. yeah. But not 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 as bad as I will say Tucson is. I I or even uh, uh, Vegas and uh, Laughlin. It's yeah. but it's the normal <sighs> time of the year to be. That is true. You know, for this kind of weather. Yeah, the fact that we're hitting actually hitting a hundred thereabouts is actually normal for June in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. It gets yeah. it gets a little uglier as obviously as the as the next two months are going to go. But yeah, welcome to LA weather. Yay! It's sunny now. It's hot with yeah. sunny. <sighs> Yeah, whatever. it's not that cracked up to be whatever. <laughs> I think I think uh, you know, like, you know, we lived here our entire lives, so it's like nothing to us. But yeah, you know, it's it's kind of overrated if someone as resident of someone who's been living in SoCal for their entire life, like going to the beach and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Like, it gets old. Like, yeah, if you live here long enough, you you probably won't do it that often, <laughs> to be honest. It, well, it well it does depend on what you know what you do. I mean, if you get to the if you go to the if you live by the beach and you go there all the time, you're right. I can see that getting old. But you know, if you if you live inland like you and I do, it's like yeah, you know, let's go to the beach, man. Let's get, we haven't been and there not when it's hot because thousands well, of people. It, so. hey, well, down there it'd be like 80, yeah. well, 80, 80, 85 versus a hundred out here in the valley. <laughs> yeah, that, that's kind of a no brainer for me. But that that you know. It could even be cooler. Could be a little warmer. Totally depends. It depends on the month, for that matter, too. So it all yeah, I think I'll just stick with the AC. <laughs> I think I'll just stick with the AC, to be honest. I mean, well, I've got a couple of friends who are who are uh, doing uh, uh, vacationing in Laughlin right now. It's like 120 over there, and you know, there's like the river that's right there in Laughlin mm-hmm. too. And it's like, yeah, no, we're gonna just read a book and and stay in the air with the air conditioner. Like, that's a good call. Yeah, I mean, ah, man, oh man, oh man. Yeah. All right. So. Let's get on to let's get to it. Couple stories for this week. So, our first story is: you guys using Windows Ten? I know I'm not. Well, Jeff is not, but you know, <laughs> I know I'm not. But at some Jeff point, is I'm not because he's always late to the party. But it doesn't matter. Hey, you know because <laughs> Microsoft. Now they they didn't really officially announce it, but they they put it in their kind of like their support page. Right, like you know, the day was manufactured, the day was released in the public, and then the day, Mm -hmm. you know, the the retirement day for the operating system, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. they had a set date, which is which is going to be October fourteenth, two (sighs) thousand twenty-five. No, not two thousand. No, yeah, two thousand 
2025 or yeah, 2025. Yeah. Either way you want to say it. It's so this article is from The Verge and basically says Microsoft to end Windows 10 support on October 14th, 2025. Another sign that a new version of Windows is on the way, which is we're going to get onto that as well in the next story. So <laughs> Microsoft is ending support for Windows 10 on October 14th, 2025. It will mark just over 10 years since the operating system was first introduced. 10 years? 10 years. years. Four years from now. Let's just say right four now it's six now. years old. Four years from now it'll be 10 years old. Yeah, so that's sure crazy it's been out that long already. Well, yeah. yes. and Well, I guess I guess so. But I'm just like, okay, so it's good to know that an operating system will only last 10 years, I guess, because I, I believe uh, Windows 7 lasted about nine, if I, if I, if I look that up right. So it's apparently it's like every 10 years you can just expect a new incarnation of Windows or whatever. Yeah. Which, you, know, you know, it could be good and bad. But. So Microsoft reviewed the retirement date for Windows 10 in an updated support lifecycle page for the OS. The ROT reports that this is the first time Microsoft ever described the end of support for Windows 10. It's not clearly exactly, it's not clear exactly when the support document was updated, but Therat reports it only previous documented it when specific Windows 10 versions would leave support and not the entire OS. Could be another hint that a new version of Windows is on the way. And Microsoft <laughs> has been dropping lots of hints that it's ready to launch Windows 11. Well, then I guess that kind of tips it off, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. The software maker is holding a special Windows event to review the next generation of the OS next week. And the event starts at 11 a.m. Eastern time. You know, That's 8 a.m. our time in case anybody's unsure about that. Yep. Pacific time. So basically, you know, The Verge is, is expecting Microsoft to announce a new version of Windows with significant user interface changes. An overhaul to the Windows Store. Microsoft has been working on something codenamed Sun Valley, which the company has referred to as a sweeping visual rejuvenation of Windows. There will be many other changes as well. <laughs> yeah, so it'll be a very short bug list that was that was fixed. So no. basically, even though the event was supposed to happen, you know, in June, the problem is somehow it the some some somehow it got leaked windows 10 it's like an actual copy of windows 10 people actually installed it and tried it on their computers yeah yeah so windows windows 11 leak reveals a new user interface a start menu and more so we're looking at these pictures right here so it still kind of looks like windows 10 from the from design looks, but you see like the start menu. It's like this completely different UI look. Hmm. I'm not sure you can see that, Jeff. Can you see? Yeah, it? I can see. It. I can see it. Yeah. Hmm. So rather than having it, you know how the bottom, you know, the taskbar. Right, right. You know, normally it'll be on your left side because with Windows 10 and even well, I don't know. You're not using Windows 10. I, I've used it. I'm not, but I, I've, I've dabbled. Now. I've dabbled in it. So yeah. yeah, I know. I know that the stuff is usually on the side and whatnot. Uh, I guess you probably could place it there. I don't even know if you can customize it being the center or not. But either way, I'm aware that it's still on the left side. Like pretty much every incarnation of Windows since its inception has uh, has been that way. So the fact that it's all centered now is such an interesting touch. Yeah. So basically, the new Windows 11 user interface and start menu look very similar to what was originally found in Windows 10X. I guess that was supposed to be their next OS, mm. some version of Windows 10. 
but I think it got scrapped. So this is all from the Verge article that I'm reading from. Right. Microsoft has been simplifying Windows for dual screen devices before oh. canceling this project in favor of Windows 10. Visually, the biggest changes you'll notice can be found along the taskbar. Microsoft has centered the app icons here. Yep, you can see right. that. Yep. Clean up the tray area and included a new start button and menu. Okay. Yeah. This updated start menu is a simplified version of what currently exists in Windows 10. So, so think of it this way: if you guys are not don't see the article yet, so if you guys are using Windows 10, you know the start menu. Yeah, you know, it's a bit long. It's a bit, you know, a little bit too much, I think. But well, it depends on what you put down there too. Yeah. I mean, there, there's a lot of. I mean, I, I for for mine, I have I for Windows 7, I've got a long taskbar of, of like little programs I could just click on, you know, if I want to jump into it. Yeah, a lot I don't is, use, I, I easily I remove think, them. But. The thing that really buzzed me on Windows 10 is that that part where you type in, you know, to search something, that that giant search bar right there is just too long. <laughs> so now it looks like in Windows 11, it's just a search button, like a magnifying glass. Right. Doesn't tell you, type in a search, you know, that that giant long search bar. I was like, ugh. Makes, it makes it look weird. That's why. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. So well, basically now you can even move the Windows 11 start menu to the left. Oh, you so you can move it back to the left anyways. Yeah. Great. You can move it back to the left anyway. <laughs> well, that's oh, it's too weird in the middle. Let's move it to the left. Microsoft Whatever. is also using rounded corners throughout Windows 11. I feel like that's that, that's been like a trend lately for not just like Windows, but like a lot of stuff has been well, Firefox, well, Firefox, yeah, Firefox with the flo the, the floating tab, the floating tabs. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, Chrome is kind of you know going through this round era as well. So yeah, well, like, I, even, I suppose even even Microsoft Edge, you know, it's going that round era as well. So yeah, it, it's probably just just a trend. It'll pass. I mean, they, you know, uh, trends come and go. Obviously, you have like logo updates and other things like that. They all just kind of look like each other after a while, despite they try to differentiate themselves or update the logo. They just kind of blend into together into each other after a while. It's kind of kind of dumb. And it's like, man, stick out. Try to stick out. And really do something. You know, you know, rounding edge is big freaking deal, man. Yeah, and then there's also know. a new snap feature on Windows 11. Yeah, so there's a lot of stuff and. Ah. I wish officially we could find a way to get this, but you know, I don't want to do the unofficial way. <laughs> no. Well, uh, we'll uh, contact our local uh, pirate guy and we'll see what we can do. Software pirate guy, see what we can do. Well, we'll see. I mean, maybe I don't know. I don't know if there's if they if they ever Windows if Microsoft ever have like kind of a um, beta public, testing. Yeah, for public beta testing. I can't imagine that they don't. I mean, any any, any software worth their metal, especially someone something as expansive as Windows. I mean, for sure, there's no way they couldn't actually have like actual beta testers who would be willing to you know sacrifice a machine of some sort just to see how it works. Well, I, I know they have developer testing. Well, well, the well the devs the devs at least my my limited experience with devs is that they get multiple flavors of of different things to try out, and then they eventually come up with a version that. Should be stable enough for use yeah. after whatever testing they do. So it, yeah. it, it well, they definitely all, get they definitely get the beta first. But I'm hoping right, maybe, but but they, but they don't use it like like say like you or I would use yeah. Windows or the multi or the masses if you prefer. What you really want to do is you want to like okay, here's a beta of Windows 11 version, whatever you want to call it. 
throw it on machine, tell us what you think. And then you get like all these, you know, these neck beards that are out there going, Oh yeah, I need to try out a new window because I don't have a life. Then they go and they do it. I will do it if I don't see if they're if eventually they'll have a public beta that we could try out. I, I can't imagine that there there probably isn't one now. It might still be an alpha at this point, but alpha it, beta whichever but well right. alpha would be like super unstable you wouldn't yeah. want to play with that but but betas for sure you want to get out there i bet probably within a i'll, I'll just say within a year if not maybe a little more they'll probably have betas out there you can actually test when they yeah. really ironed out a lot of the yeah, little kinks and whatnot like i don't want to install the leak the leak that came well, out no then that's just yeah i mean whoever was was either smart and or foolish enough depending on your viewpoint to leak it this early yeah. That's crazy, but it's a heck of a way to, to build a lot of buzz for it. But Windows 11 would have to be something magnificent if you wanted to get that much buzz this early and not have it dissipate in four years. Yeah. Or less for that matter. You know, I, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. We'll, we'll, so we'll I don't know. It, it's we'll have to wait for that event to occur and see what yeah. kind of stuff they'll present. Exactly. Exactly. So everyone, you still got four years to, you know. <laughs> To use Windows 10. Yay. So, four more years. <laughs> four more years I'll be hearing from my kids. You really got to update, Dad. Oh, I don't want to. Shut up. <laughs> hey, you, you keep I can jump a it? generation. <laughs> You're jumping two generations. No, no, no. Just 10 and 10 up to 11 if I, if I, if I skip 10. It's just one generation. Yeah, but what if you don't install 11? Oh, what, what do you say? That would just be stupid. I, I Even I would be like, hey, okay, I probably need to do this now and yeah, there you go. probably should, but you probably won't. <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe. I mean, I think for you, workflow is more important. Well, it is. Yeah, and so and if yeah, if I, if, I up, if I update that, I'm going to be like screwed. Just try to get through mm -hmm. that learning curve and try to get my work done. I was like, God, you know, that I got to update whatever software is it compatible with Windows 10 and yeah, all that jazz. Yeah. What so, a great time that would be. So it sounds like he's not going to upgrade. <laughs> so it just got like up. Shut right, up. Let's move on to our next story. Next story is about Apple and Google. Apple and Google being investigated by the UK competition body. Boy, it's uh it's all about anti-competitive practices, monopolies of the market, Apple and Google. You know, it's got all the makings of a great board game, Simon. That that's kind of oh no, wait a second. We already have one, and we still haven't learned our lesson about how bad monopolies are. Oh my god. Okay, so. Uh, the United Kingdom's Britain's Competition and Markets Authority, uh, the CMA, has confirmed that they are investigating Apple and Google over their dominant position in the mobile phone market. Uh, the CMA is the main competition regulator in the UK, and its responsibilities include investigating markets, mergers, uh, and breach of competition law, as well as enforcing consumer protection legislation. I Basically, they're, they're the equivalent of the American, of, of our uh, Federal Trade Commission is basically what they are. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, they, they try to, you know, make sure that everybody's, you know, playing, playing fair, playing by the rules and all that provided, of course, that the rules are fair to consumers in the first place. So there's that. Um, so right now the CMA is looking into what it sees as an effective duopoly, quote unquote, which includes, but is likely not limited to the Android and iOS operating systems, their respective app stores, uh, and the Chrome and Safari browsers. Uh, they are concerned that the two mega corporations, Google having a net worth of 320 billion, uh, but that's with the understanding that Al that the Al that Alphabet, which is its parent company, is estimated to be worth around 1.2 trillion dollars, and Apple, having reached two trillion dollars already, might be quote 
stifling competition across a range of digital markets, end quote. So part of the CMA's effort is to determine if any sort of anti-competition is occurring. Uh, they, so they posted a questionnaire for app developers, uh, which included questions about which app stores the developers work with and whether there are any uh, web-based alternatives that can offer the same experience. I would imagine the other part of it they, they should be asking is whether it allows for, um, you know, whether it gets enough uh, market spread as well. I mean, if you're just right. going to the Google store, just going to the Apple store, you know, you're not going to see these other web-based stores for your phone necessarily just because you might not know where they are. They just don't have the marketing resources, if you will, like Google and Apple do. Uh, currently, uh, Apple um, is already under investigation by the CMA for its app store, you know, thinking of that, uh, trying to determine if the corporation's demands on the app developers are anti-competitive. Google is likewise being investigated uh, because of the proposed pirate, or I'm sorry, piracy, privacy system. Yeah, well, piracy too, but no, privacy system and how it could affect news publishers and the wider digital advertising market. Um, no doubt this is actually referring to the quote unquote crumbling of third party cookies, and uh, if you will, that we have broadcasted on our second episode of the Tech That Doesn't Buy Cash. Remember how, how Google was actually looking to get rid of third party cookies, but if you subscribe to them, you get like all of their, their private marketing data yeah. on, on logged in users. That was from our second episode of our ByteCast. And this probably is is dealing with us. So now they're being investigated because of that sort of thing, or at least it's trying to see if it's more on the up and up. I don't think anything criminal is necessarily happening, but. You know, it, it does lock a lot of people out. And if I recall correctly, it keeps a lot of people locked into that spot. And Google's got like, is like 90% effective of what actual cookies do uh, in the wild. So, so there's that. Yeah. Right. And so it's like, okay, well, we'll see. Okay. So per the CMA, both of these topics were within the scope of the new investigation, but, but it's also much broader. Um, and of course, what's not helping Apple in this current anti-competition is uh, the current anti-legal battle with Epic Games, which is supposed yeah. to have a verdict by the end of the summer. So the, the CMA at this point is deemed that the the investigation would take about a year to complete. So we'll see how all that goes uh, with uh, with all that good stuff. And I'm just like, God, Jim <sighs> Christmas. It's, you know, if you're being investigated by an anti-competition body, chances are you're probably not being very, you're probably being very anti-competitive or something or other. I don't know, but it, no, it's, that's true. I don't know. True. So. I, I guess, I guess the real trick is if they are using their muscle, if you will, the corporate muscle to, you know, to edge out the small guy or they're beating the, you know, beating, the, you know, beating the brow over of the app developers, obviously that's a real problem. And, and that sort of thing shouldn't be happening, but I don't personally know of any other app stores that, that I could use with my phone. I'm sure they're out there. And I admit I've not looked. I have no idea. So, yeah. See, I'm it's sure you, they you're are, struggling. But I don't know. I mean, it's definitely not going to be easy to install. No. <laughs> go through well, no. Well, a lot of hoops. Well, they talk about there being more being web based alternatives as opposed to being like an actual app you could actually install and then use that as a store. I don't know any web based. <laughs> I well, see. I don't either. And that arguably that may, might be part of the problem is that. They're so large and they're automatically included with your phones when you get a new phone, right? Mm -hmm. You get a new Samsung, you get or, or LG or whatever. Obviously not LG, but you know, say you get a new Samsung, you get a new iPhone. They both have their own app stores. They're not bringing anybody else in. Not much different than I than I would say that in Windows. What was it? Ninety five. I think when Windows ninety five rolled around, it automatically came with Internet Explorer. 
Yeah. And you can, and, and you cannot uninstall it without breaking your operating system. Remember that? Yeah, I remember. So, and, and, and Microsoft got dinged for that, and rightly so. You should be able to uninstall it and, and, uh, um, and not have it break your operating system. Of course, the, the the flip side to that is well, I'll just use Internet Explorer and just download Firefox and just yeah. solve the and just never use IE and you're okay. You know, big freaking deal. Then you have to worry about uninstalling it, you know, or worrying about it. Yeah, I remember that. I remember those days. You know, right, still, right. I mean, like still nowadays, lots still people do that. You no. Know? Oh yeah, there's, no, I'm self included. That's how, that's how no. I download all my other browsers. Exactly. So yeah, um, you know, on Windows, you're probably gonna use Microsoft Edge. You know, right. even though Internet Explorer is still there, but it's going to be gone very soon. Right. You no, know, right. use it to go download the browser. Yeah, use that it, you use want. Edge to download Chrome yeah. or whatever you feel like using. You know, Chrome yeah, exactly. or, yeah. or Firefox. And yeah. for me, you know, on the Mac side, I know I yeah. use Safari to download the other browsers that I'm that I'm probably going to use more <laughs> often. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, anything else? I mean, you, you kind of look at, at at what Apple and 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 Google have done. Say, just from a browser standpoint. Mm -hmm. They've put themselves in such a way, their marketing strategy and all that has put them in such a position that they're now basically just the two of them that uh, basically dominate the market. Yeah, they're on opposing sides because it's you know, basically Windows versus uh, Mac or however you want to look at it. But they, uh, um, but are they the sole providers of apps? You know, arguably no, but you try to go to some other app store if there's one out there. And I admit, I don't know of any that are out there. And hey, to, to any of our listeners, any of our, our viewers, if you know of, a, of another app store, be it for, for the the iPhone or for Samsung or what or Android, I should say, let us know. I mean, I'll probably look it up later on myself, but I'm curious to know what's out there and see how, how good or effective they are. You know, that might be the other part of it. Um, you know, Careful what you wish for. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Right? God, jeez. But uh, but yeah, but no, but that's a big deal. If it's just the two of them, that that almost by definition is anti-competitive, just because they're the only ones there. Yeah. Granted, and, and they could just be you know shuffling out the other guy because they just don't have the resources to be able to muscle their way in and get any market share, and that that can be problematic. But again, that's also the nature of capitalism too: is you muscle the other guy out. But by default, you can't be the only one left. That that's against the law, sort of. Sort of, sort of, sort of. I say, I say, sort of, because I don't know of any monopoly per se, except like in utility companies. Because you can't choose your utility company necessarily. You can't just choose whether it's DWP or uh, um, Edison. You have to pick. Well, you got to pick whatever's available in your whatever is in your area. You're contracted to do that. Yeah. So it's different. So you can't. It's not like they're competing with anybody, but but they're under strict regulation, and hopefully they're abiding by that. But either way, businesses obviously run run in, in a different in a different category here. So. I don't know. I don't know. Let's see what happens. Yeah, we'll have to see what happens. All definitely, right. Definitely. Our next All right. story is about NFT. Woohoo. And this is your story, Jeff. All right. Right into well, it. You know, who is this guy, it. anyways? I don't even know. Okay, who he is. Tim, Tim Berner Lee. Tim Berners Lee. Is, well, I should say, Sir Tim Berners Lee. Okay, so the World Wide Web, the WWW, the interwebs, the realm of cyberspace, the information superhighway. These were some of the long, both the long sticking and briefly held names of what we know as the Internet. The interconnected uh, network, which is currently estimated to have a yearly network traffic of around two zettabytes of data. That's Z-E-T-T-A. Now, to kind of give you an idea as to what a zettabyte is or what two zettabytes is, 2,000 exabytes. 
2 million petabytes, 2 billion terabytes, 2 trillion gigabytes of traffic a year. So think of it this way. Hold it. If you got a terabyte hard drive, hold that up for a moment. And then I want you to picture having 2 billion of those. That's the network traffic yearly on the internet, or that's the estimated roughly number there. Now, as we all know, with that, that level of traffic, we know that it mostly it consists of cat videos, spam, and porn. That's pretty much that, that's what we know about that. And now why is all that important? Well, the internet, as 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 this might, you know, if you can believe this, has an original source code. Remember, there was a time the internet didn't exist. I mean, you might not remember mm -hmm. that, but I do. But the internet has no, I remember original, it. Oh, you do? Okay. You you remember the days of analog? Good for you. All right. Uh yeah, man. I I was born in the 80s, so I grew up in the 90s, and it's all analog during that time. So still was, that's true. But but the internet yeah. had started coming out around that time. Because uh, okay, so yeah, but it was, had, it was it was more of a luxury than a necessity. Right, so. right. It was actually, it was a toy at that point, if you will. Yeah. Right, I remember that. Okay. So the internet does have an original source code. It, it seems I'm not obvious. that young, man. <laughs> you're always telling me how old I am. I figure, screw it, you're the baby, and I'll just leave it at that. Anyway. Well, I'm so, not that young. Yeah, you know? okay. All right. So that original source code, which was created in 1989, which, was, which is approximately 9,000 lines of code, all right, is going to be up for auction at Sotheby's London branch, courtesy of its original creator, Sir Tim Berners-Lee. Uh, the item, which will be, quote, the original time-stamped files containing the source code for the World Wide Web, digitally signed by Sir Tim, end quote, will be sold as an NFT. Now, an NFT is a non-fungible token, similar to how the original Cat meme thing that we had talked about earlier went for 300 Ethereum, which is yeah. a type of cyber the, um The other one, too, the... Does the disaster house on fire? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right. I forgot right. what was it called, but you know, the, yeah, I know, I know what you're talking yeah. about. The little girl who was smiling in front of the burning house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. God, that was a she made a lot of money on that one. So oh, did did she? I I, I did I gotta look that up what number that made. But in this case, the, the Nyan cat, as, as I had reported on, on a previous episode of our bike cast, went for 300 Ethereum, which at the time was around five hundred and ninety thousand dollars uh, at the time of its sale, right? So uh, now, while the bidding is going to start at one thousand dollars starting on June twenty third, yeah, and it's going to run so high. <laughs> oh God, yeah, it's, it's going to go through for a week, all the way to June thirtieth. Uh, like you said, I think I can only imagine what the price is actually going to go for. And the title of this item, I think, very aptly so, is listed as "This Changed Everything." But a very good title. I thought that was a very good title for it. Now. Now, after all the bidding is done, and if you were to be the winning bidder, which means that you literally have quite, have won the internet, you will also get a digital poster of all 9,000 lines of code and a letter for, from Sir Tim himself. And Sotheby reports that, the, reports that, quote, proceeds of the auction will benefit initiatives that Berners-Lee and his wife support, end quote. So I am very curious to see how much money that uh, the the original internet is going to make. And I wonder if, God forbid, if you actually have the resources <laughs> to, to actually buy this thing, if you would actually make your own internet with it and just see what would happen. That would be that would be kind of interesting to see what would happen if somebody were savvy enough and had the had the resources to pull that off. That would be interesting. Ooh. I don't know. Don't Could know. be a second internet out there. <laughs> Just full of cat videos, man. That's all I'm telling you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Technology always evolves. On a constant basis, my friend, on a constant basis, for sure, for sure.
I agree. Sure. All, right. All right. So our next story, or more of a product thing, is is anyone looking for a kind of a mid-range budget smartphone that supports 5G? Oh, me, me, me. No, me. Yeah. You? Well, sure. Why not? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I've seen what phone you're using, and you do need a new one. Hey, now. <laughs> yeah. So, OnePlus announced that they announced the Nord N200. This is kind of like their not their flagship phone, but more like their mid-range budget phones. Okay. So they announced their Nord N200, OnePlus. Nord N200. I think it's just, yeah, Nord N200. So OnePlus, and then there's the Nord section. You look on their website. Right. It will start at $240 in North America. So it's going to be available in the US and Canada. So there's no official spec yet, but everyone's just trying to look, you know, kind of guess what it is until it's really been released and they could really kind of dive into it. But so this article is from Ars Technica. Basically, this thing, this Nord N200 has a Snapdragon 480, the latest, the newer version of it. All right. With four gigs of RAM, a headphone jack, which is very rare. Yeah, <laughs> I know. know. Like I thought they get well, they got rid of it on the Apple phones, but I, I think Samsung's uh, models still use them as far as I no, know. No, not the new ones. Them. Oh well, no. They, my phone really is an antique. Yeah, because I have antique. one. So, uh, a micro SD slot oh, that's okay. also rare nowadays. Right, right. Yeah, for flagship phones. Yeah, and more. So there's a lot more stuff that it's in there. So OnePlus latest cheap phone launching in North America is the OnePlus Nord N200 5G. The phone is a follow up to the $180 Nord N100 from last year. And with OnePlus customary yearly price increases, the N200 is up to a still dirt cheap $240. I I air quoted that because, you know, not everyone thinks $240 dirt cheap, right? Well, (laughs) well, that is a matter of perspective. You're right. But as opposed to like paying a grand for for a new iPhone or, you know, something in that range for a new phone, you know what? $240 isn't bad. That's God, what a, 240 is about the same as like getting like a PS4 at this point. So I want to get to give a little perspective about that. I have not, I have not seen a PS4 that's selling for 240 right now. Well, maybe they go, maybe they go for more it. money. Well, no, that may be true. Well, anywhere, so. well, with the with the PS5, it's out. You know, they they uh, um, they, you know, they they can certainly go for it. Let me I'm gonna look up a price real quick. Okay. Price of PS5. Anything where you so, look. So I'm gonna keep reading this article because yeah, go for it. Yeah, considering the 240 dollar price tag it sounds like you're getting a pretty capable entry-level phone the phone has a 6.49 inch 90 gigahertz 1080p display so not 4k but it's a 200 $240 phone so hmm. that's still pretty good four gigs of ram 120 gigabytes of storage right and a 500 milliamp battery 5000 not 500 <laughs> so if it's not 5000 crappy battery life. so 5000 a milliamp hour battery with 18 watt charging. That's good. Yep. Now, pictures show a side fingerprint reader, a USB C ports, and a headphone jack. The SOC is a Snapdragon 480, a 8 nanom- nanometer, 8 core SOC with four ARM Cortex A76 cores and four A55 cores. 
mm. and four A fifty five cores. Man, that's a that's a tongue twister. <laughs> I know where I say that five five times fast. The right? phone and those specs are official today, but for some reason OnePlus isn't releasing a full spec list. For that, uh, leaker Evan Blast fills in the blanks. Blast says the phone will have a twenty four hundred by ten eighty LCD NFC. A micro SD slot and a sub six gigahertz 5G support. So, hmm. no millimeter wave. Sorry, guys, if you want those really fast speeds, not on this phone, but you still get the sub six gigahertz 5G support. Right on. Which is expected at this price point. Blast specs also fill in the details on the rear camera lineup, which features a 13 megapixel main camera, two megapixel macro, and a monochrome cameras that were going to call purely decorative. Phone manufacturers think multiple cameras are an important selling point for phones, even if the additional cameras do almost nothing. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. So wow. That's 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 a little messed up. I don't know about that. That's that's, that's so the leak dumb. specs put the phone on Android 11. The mm. Nord N 100s update policy was pretty bad. So that was last year's phone. All the right. device got one major OS update and two years of semi-regular non-monthly updates. OnePlus has not said anything about improving that schedule for the N200. So we're likely getting the same policy here. Yeah. So hmm. I'm not too surprised about that. No phones at this price range never really get good software updates. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a budget phone. So why would it? I mean, yeah. you want to look at it that way. You're going to get what you pay for. So you know, yeah, that, that's the unfortunate part. So yeah. as far as the competition goes, the cutoff point for any cheap phone is 350, 350 bucks. Which is the, the which is the price of a PS4. I just looked that up. So yeah, so you know so, so it ain't two hundred. I know that yeah. for a fact. No, no, no. You're right. But for, yeah. okay, I'll I'll say for cheaper than a PS4, you can get a phone. So that's not yeah. so bad. But yeah, the PS5, I just saw like what's going for like a grand or something really insane like that. I'm like, God, are you kidding yeah. me? It's like, hard. It's hard to get right now. So yeah, it's still hard to get. Dang. So the cheap phone that they're talking about, you know, well, since that's the price of the excellent Pixel 4a with three years of update. Think about that. If you want to spend mm -hmm. a little bit more, you just go for the pixels. Below that, there is a place for a good $240 phone, but you get a lot more for hundred for $110 more. Yeah. Again, buyer beware, and you got to get what you pay for, yeah. period. The All Nord N200 5G goes on sale in U.S. and Canada on June 25th. Besides availability on OnePlus.com, you know, T-Mobile is the exclusive wireless partner on the main service and the Metro prepaid plan as well. So I believe there is some certain... There will be deals. I think I saw one earlier. Mm -hmm. Trading in the device, you get this for free. Free. My air quote that. <laughs> free is always with an asterisk, my friend. Yeah. Always with an asterisk. But you can buy this also on lock from Best Buy, Amazon, B&H Photos. We'll also carry the phone. All right. The, um, the phone. And let's look at the specs. This is from... These are the unofficial specs from a website called... GSM Arena, which I use a lot, quite often, to look up phone specs. All right. So these are unofficial. And let's see. So, yeah, the Snapdragon 480 5G. Right, right. Yeah. Now, it's supposed to have dual SIM. We'll have to see about that. Because mm. I, I don't know any phones at this price range that has dual SIM. 
Okay. So we'll see about that. Again, these are, you know, on their websites, unofficial preliminary specifications. Right, right. So it has a micro SD slot. The Ars Technica website says it has internal memory of 128 gig to start off for storage, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but they list it as 64 gigs. So definitely we're going to have to look into that. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Now, I don't know if this have NFC or not. I don't think it mentioned it. It was mentioned in the art, the previous article that was NFC, but was, I'm not seeing it here. Yeah. So, okay. So we'll see. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm kind of curious about this phone. No, because well, they, there is another phone that uses the same Snapdragon processor that was recently announced. Mm-hmm. And that is the Motorola. Oh, the Moto G5 Stylus. And hmm. that's 399 bucks. Okay. 400 bucks. All right. So, with 256 gigabytes of storage, but it uses the same processor. And oh. it's also, you know, I think it does not support millimeter wave. So I don't know. I mean, that's got to yeah, explain why it's so cheap at the very least of it because it doesn't have that. That, the, that wave function, if you will. So, yeah, I mean, that may just be part of it, but still. Oh, I did notice that they had a lot of camera lenses there. Are they all being used or are they uh, decorative like the other one is? No, they're, <laughs> no, they, they're, they didn't say. They, I mean, uh, who yeah, knows? Yeah, see, ultra wide angle and uh, lenses captures what your eyes see and fits four times more in the, in the frame compared to the standard 78 degree lens. Hmm. Depth sensor. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is, I don't know. Yeah, this is unlocked and you could buy right now anyway. So I don't know. I mean, I feel like that $240 phone from OnePlus seems like it's going to be a big hit for people just looking for a good mid-range phone with 5G in there because that's definitely something that, you know, people are looking for. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, not everybody can afford the big, you know, the big new phones and all. They're even like, you know, previous generation phones. They still go for for a big chunk of change yeah, and whatnot. So, big chunk. yeah, if you need, if you, you know, if you're looking to save money, you don't want to spend a lot. You just want a phone that'll actually just allow you to call somebody. You know, there, you know, this this obviously would be the phones you're looking for. Yeah. Something, so I mean, range. check out the OnePlus. I mean, we're not going to say we're going to review it or not going to review it. It really depends, but. Depends whether you guys give us money. (laughs) Not just that. I like, I like just for me as personally myself, like I'm kind of like intrigued by that price point. See how it Mm -hmm. is. Yeah. So, I mean, it kind of fits in my budget, even our budget. Yeah. 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 So we don't know yet. We'll have to see. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll see, you know, because I really, I do, I really do want to test it out. (laughs) I really do want to, Test it out. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, do you hear Simon Jonesing for a phone to try out here? <laughs> hey, we need to test more phones, man. Well, yeah, no, there's a lot yeah. of them out there. These, this would be a good one to check out. That and okay. uh, but we're not going to review the Moto G Stylus Five because that's 400 bucks. So that's way out of what we could. <laughs> what well, we okay, like like, right like 240 isn't. You know, I mean, come it's on, it's reasonable. It's much more reasonable. Yeah, it's 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 160 dollars we're saving ourselves. You're right. That's still $160. Yeah, Whatever. but 
yeah we'll figure it out and um yeah just i just i just think we need no some good mid-range phones and there are a yeah. lot of them now but problem with these mid-range phones nice the article described is that you know their software support is pretty no, not that. Yeah, uh, obviously, yeah, obviously, OneNote here has a, a reputation for. I mean, I, I, I mean, I had a old Motorola that I just recently rooted and installed Lineage OS on it. Oh yeah, and it just feels much faster for some odd reason than using the stock round that came with the actual phone. Huh? <laughs> so I was like, really? Wow. <laughs> you know, well, I, that phone I had like hasn't got any updates in the past. I can't remember when was the last time I updated that phone. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I'm not getting any updates. So well, yeah. So like, like I like I said, this thing and install the ROMs. You 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 get what you pay for. If you're not going to put a lot of money to your phone, you're not going to get a lot of support. You know, and as long as the phone just does what you needed to do and basically just make a phone call, run text, you know, nothing too fancy or whatnot, yeah. you're perfect. Yeah, you're but good. you know, it kind of sucks that you know. <laughs> it's like, you know, to really bring bring life back to an old phone like you know the android community you know they have a great community to make these customized roms and os's mm. so but you know they do a better job than the actual manufacturer in supporting these things oh, well, so, you know, yeah. it's, just, it's ridiculous you know well it's, it's, that's how you crowdsource information that's why you go to the community because sometimes somebody somebody somewhere has seen this problem and got help for it or figured it out yeah and post it so that you know even if samsung is unwilling to help you or some other android makers unwilling to help you you find these guys like oh yeah you know we got this issue over here we found out how to fix it or no there's no way to fix this sorry you're sol and you know that's the end of that so you know, so, you know I mean, it, that, depend. that's that's what's cool about the android community i like about that it's like no it's more like they're trying to help you by giving these solutions so you don't have to go out and buy a brand new phone right so right. it's like thank you no right yes <laughs> you know thank you that is entirely true yeah no that's entirely true that's entirely true absolutely so i mean no i'm i'm gonna play around with it more the lineage os thing and i had it for a few days now so far it's been great and it's just like there were so many things that I couldn't really do on that previous one with the old ROM mm. that I could do now on this new one. And right on. Yeah, it's not like this the fastest thing on the world, but you know what? It's a lot, <laughs> it was a lot faster than it was before. An improvement and right? an improvement is an improvement. Yeah. However you look at it. So so as long as the yeah. check clears and you're good. <laughs> as long as the phone well, is performing well. Yep. I'm liking it so far. I was like, that's great. So yeah, back to the OnePlus. Guys, you know, this is a probably a good option if you're looking for something second phone. Yep. You know, you don't yeah, want to yeah. fork out a grand for like the flagship stuff. No. Go right ahead. We don't want to hear about it. No, I'm kidding. No, like, right take a look is... at OnePlus. Yeah. Look at OnePlus. Yeah. You get it again. It obviously it depends on what your needs are. You know, if you need a phone that's that's gonna, you know be the latest and greatest it's going to do all your apps going to do all this and this whatever whatever it is that you do yeah the po pony then you got to pony up the money for it but if you just need a phone it works it, you call people keeps cracking your contacts allows you to text people maybe doesn't do anything particularly fancy beyond that not the fastest thing you're ever going to use eh, you know that might be an option 
Yeah. You know, and, and if you and if, if anybody out there likes to buy one, we'd love to hear from you about that. See what your experience is with it. Yeah, definitely. And if you don't want a smartphone, get a foot phone. <laughs> <laughs> They're very secure, I hear. It's <laughs> because you can't really use much. Nope, on it. That's, so that's it's why it's just, very it's just for phone calls. Yeah. It's just for phone calls. That's why it's very secure because you can't do yep. much on it. So. Can't do much with it. Don't really hack into it. And by God, it, it's just for phone calls. Mm -hmm. And maybe the occasional text if you feel like pushing a lot of buttons trying to get around to the different letters and numbers. <laughs> we we end up just, I'll just call you, man. <laughs> like, yeah, just call me, man. Solve that problem yeah. right there. Quit yeah, trying so, to text so again, and on June 25th, no, you don't have to buy it from T-Mobile or Metro. You can buy it through Best Buy, Amazon, or uh, B and H Photo. There you so, go. Get it unlocked. <laughs> yes. And also, if you, if you're gonna bring it to other carriers, um, definitely check with them first. You know, since you know if they're if this is a T-Mobile ex exclusive, I don't know why they say exclusive. Like it's not exclusive. I can get it at Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. How right? exclusive is it? Well, not very, but thanks. Yeah. <laughs> like when I think of exclusive, it means like you're going to get it through the carrier without selling anywhere else. Right. Right. So if you are going to get this, you know, I'm pretty sure it'll work well on T-Mobile's network because T-Mobile network is very they're more friendly when it comes to bringing your own device. Mm -hmm. I can't say that for AT&T or Verizon because they have their own kind of like their own white list of, you know, tested phones that are, that you could bring to their, to the network that has all the functionality that's needed. And, you know, if, if you guys look up in, you know, Reddit about MVNOs, then you'll know what I'm talking about. So right on, right <laughs> so on, right on. It's a, uh, yeah, that's part of the reason why I, I want to get this phone to really test out, not just on major carriers, but, you know, the MBNOs to see how well they perform. Right. You know, because, hey, you know, this mon this phone will save you money. You know, let's help you save more money by getting, you know, cheaper wireless plans. Yep, yep, yep. So let's see how that works, because if we're able to figure it out, then... It's a good video to make, in other words, <laughs> that I do want to make. So we'll let you know if we do get this phone. Absolutely. We'll Absolutely. You know. Definitely. Definitely. All right. All right, everybody. Well, thank you guys for watching and listening. If you like this video, make sure to hit that thumbs up button, subscribe, hit that bell notification so you get mm -hmm. notified of when we go live, when yep, you yep. get new videos. Also, if you're listening to the podcast on your favorite podcasting app. Thank you so much. Yep. yep. Feel free to leave a review there. You know, if you have questions, hop on over to tech that doesn't bite, bite to spell with byte.com. And we have a little form, the form or just the email now. Uh, it's just the email as far as I recall, or, or at least it's the Google form or yep. something like that. Yeah, it's a Google form. There we go. Yeah, so it's a form where you can just, you know, type in a question, leave a comment, and we look at it and we could, we'll definitely you know, review, look at it. And, you know, sometimes we make a video. Based or sometimes on we'll just laugh at it. No, we're not going to do that. Well, I might. Well, we might. laugh at the spam one. Simon won't, but I, I'll laugh at it because that's yeah. just what I do. Well, I, we laugh at the spam ones. <laughs> oh, the spam ones are always funny. Spam yeah, ones so. are always funny. So feel free. thank you for calling today. No. Yeah. <laughs> so just feel free to visit our website. Absolutely. You know, 
leave comments, reviews. Mm-hmm. So, Jeff, you have anything else to add? Uh, no, that's pretty much it. Like I said, like, like he said, like and subscribe to us on our YouTube channel. Visit us at our website. Uh, you're welcome to follow us on on uh, Twitter and uh, on Facebook. Uh, I'm at least I'm on Facebook. Um, I know follow, that Simon follow is Jeff. As well. Follow Jeff. Follow Jeff. Um, if you want, we, follow me. We don't we're really update our, our Twitter page as much. We're awful. Take that we're really right. awful. Because, yeah, I, I, we're really awful. Yeah, we're really that. awful at it. We, well, we, uh, well, we don't have a social social media manager to do that. Yeah, we, moment, so. yeah. and we're not hiring, but if, if you yeah. want to volunteer, we'd love your help. <laughs> no, but if you want to follow us at at TT doesn't bite, B-Y-T-E, that's, uh, that's actually the uh, our, our Twitter handle. We don't update that. I think we've got like all three tweets on there. I'm not even sure. I, I haven't even looked lately. Follow, but, follow Jack. I'm at VO Jeff Worden, uh, and uh, we're also I'm also got my my voiceover uh, page VO Jeff Worden that that's at Facebook. Uh, Simon is on there as well. You're uh, like just Simon C, I think. Uh, no, I, uh, I I'm trying to steer away from social media as much. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. No, I'm not. For no, you, no. I mean, for me, I, I just want to. No, I don't really do your thing. You just want to do. Yeah, your I, thing. I just I All just right. I just want to. You know, I don't feel like really publicly sharing everything all the time, so that's why I kind of like. Well, that's why I have a, that's me. why I have a, that's why I have a separate page apart from my personal yeah. one. That's different. Anyways, uh, yeah, so definitely, you know, uh, check us out on especially on our YouTube channel, mm-hmm. and uh, just look for Tech That Doesn't Bite B Y T E. See the blue logo, click on that. Hey, you got all our videos on there, and if you're not sure exactly how to get there, TechThatDoesn'tBite.com. Check out our tech reviews. Check out our blog. You know, we got all listed there as well. So absolutely. But until next time, we'll see you next week. Later. Bye, everyone. Take care.